Welcome to today's episode. I hope you've had a wonderful start into the year 2019. Today, I want to just share a live stream that I did earlier this week in which I want to discuss a few strategies that you can apply in 2019 to really get your singing to the next level. It is so important that you don't just take songs and sing them over and over and over again and wear your voice out without really having a specific goal in mind. That's why I want to share this today. Uh, one more announcement that I'm also going to make in the live stream is that my masterclass for singers is now open. It's a four-month program in which I am basically your personal coach every day of the week, Monday through Friday, for a period of four months. You can check out all the details by going to masteryourvoice.tv. And I have a special deal going on right now. If you are quick enough and you register by January 15th, you can get $100 off. It is $1,200 for the four months if you pay in one payment. If you want to pay monthly recurring payments for four months, it is $350 US dollars. So if you want to take those $100 off, you can just use the coupon code MASTER100, all in capital letters, upon checkout. So um, go to masteryourvoice.tv and check out all the details. Okay, now let's just go right into the live stream. Hi everyone! Happy New Year one more time. This is my second video in 2019. I hope you've all had a wonderful start into the new year and apart from New Year's resolutions that you actually are making a plan and an action plan to get done what you want to get done in 2019. I'm big on New Year's resolutions. However, what I do is really make just set goals and make a plan and how to take action, what I need to get done every day, every month, every week in order to get to where I want to go. And intentionally saying yes to the right things and no to those things that are only going to take my time away from those things that are really important that are going to take me to my goals. So saying no is very important. And I wanted just to share a few things today, um, strategies that you can apply in 2019 that'll streamline your practicing and really help you make faster progress. Before I do that, I want to want to remind you, my masterclass is now open. 2019, I'm only really going to take two rounds of masterclasses. So the first round is opening right now. You can check out masteryourvoice.tv to find out all the information. It's a four-month course. Um, if you are looking to take your singing to the next level in 2019, you may want to check out my course. You have, you will have me as a personal coach every day. I will give you feedback every day that you want to for four months and ensure that you make massive progress and really start understanding your voice, knowing what to sing and understanding your technique, breathing, support, belting, singing higher, register transitions all of those things and getting support in those strategies that we're about to talk about so that you stay motivated and are held accountable. Masteryourvoice.tv for more information about my masterclass, which is open now. It will close after just a few short weeks because we're going to get started and then it will be closed until the middle of the year. Okay, let me get started. And before that, you know, I'm going to do a Q&A afterwards, but I'm going to get through those uh, points that I wanted to make today. So 
I think having an actual plan and not just randomly practice whatever comes up is so important in making actual progress because I know there's probably a million things, any song that you're working on, there's always so many things you need to work on. I know even an issue may stem from a deeper or a basic problem. So if you have a hard time singing higher in chest voice, the problem may not just be maybe a lack of vocal cord closure, but maybe a lack of general body tension. Maybe you don't have good posture. Maybe that's where it starts. Maybe you're not taking in enough breath and your support is just not tight enough. And since you're not taking in deep, deep breath, your air just doesn't last. And it creates just a whole, it's like a chain reaction of problems that are created by just maybe one underlying cause that just starts this chain reaction of problems. So I want to help you target those things in 2019. So you want to ask yourself, first of all, I made some notes so I just don't forget anything. Um, make yourself some strategies. So the first question you want to ask yourself is when to practice. It is really important because for me, if I practice at a time of the day or even in the week, where I feel I'm just not right on, I'm not getting out of my practice session as much as I could if my voice was right, you know, on. It's just on. When you feel that you have a lot of phlegm and you just have a day where you feel overall just tiredness in your body and you feel like you just don't have strength that day, maybe that's not the best day to practice high belted pitches where you need lots of energy, lots of compression, lots of support. Um, because you just don't have that energy that day. Also, maybe after you've had a night where you pulled an all-nighter because you're studying for an exam, or maybe you were up all night with your baby, whatever the case may be in your life situation, maybe that is not the best day um, to, in the morning, really tackle your, I don't know, high head voice or something like that, where you need lots of focus and want, want to really use your whole strength so that you won't hurt your vocal cords. So when to practice is really dependent on you personally. You have to, first of all, feel your body. And second of all, second of all you also have to just know how much time do you have that day. If you have a full hour, you can go about your practice session differently. Maybe you have 10 minutes. And I always say practicing often is better than practicing just a long time. Um, however, it is very valuable to actually have a long session if you want to tackle really difficult things. I think it makes sense to first start with easy things on your voice. That's You want to make sure you have a really proper workout before you tackle those really difficult areas in your voice that go right to your limits of what you can do. You don't want to start there. You want to precede that with something that warms up your voice efficiently. And I usually start with high, uh, middle to low voice. If you want to check out, there is a free download. You can go to masteryourvoice.tv, go to you know free stuff page, and there is a vocal warm-up checklist that you can download. And it really goes over like how do you work out every area of your voice. So when to practice? The answer is when your voice is ready for what you're about to do. If you have a day where you want to practice just a little bit of relaxed, very laid back songs, you may even still do that if you don't feel 100% well. 
because you do not need quite that much compression and force against your vocal cords. And then that's okay. On the other hand, if you want to have those, you know, maybe if I want to do an opera aria that goes really, really high to the very limits and I need that crystal clear tone and not any breathiness because in that case, breathiness will really hurt my voice. Maybe I don't want to do it those days where I don't feel like 100% on. Really feel your body and it is your responsibility. You're the only one who's inside of your own body. So you're the only one who knows what you, what you feel like. What I feel helps a lot is really physical exercise ahead of time. I don't know, for me, it helps to generally warm up my body and to build on that because my voice, of course, is part of my body. So having a little bit of physical exercise already warms up my voice and it feels really good. So maybe you can take ride the bike to your lesson or something. That'll work. So when to practice really important. Ask yourself and you decide when your voice feels ready for what you want to do. The second thing is where to practice. Now, I know this is a problem for many of you. If you are living in an apartment and there's neighbors right adjacent to you, and even if you are still living at home, maybe you're younger and you're living in your parents' house and you feel very conscious. Now, first of all, I can only tell you, if it's generally allowed during the time of day, to a, during a specific time of day, to turn up music, you know, have a little bit of noise going on, you have to learn to not worry about what others think about you. And that is a big part of really becoming a performer and becoming a great singer. When you constantly worry about what others think, and naturally when you practice, you're not only going to practice things that sound perfect, but you want to, and you have to experiment in areas that aren't going to sound great yet. And some exercises you need to do, they, they don't sound great, and they're not designed to sound great. They're designed to help you feel something, something in your voice and to expand your possibilities and do maybe some crazy sounds just to kind of get a sensation of what something feels like. So you have to get into the mindset of, I don't care if it's generally allowed and it's not forbidden. Of course, at two o'clock in the morning when everyone wants to sleep, you can't practice in an apartment building. That's of course, but you have to just cut off that worrying about, uh, I just can't sing out. You're going to hurt yourself more if you just don't go ahead and sing out full than just not doing anything. Really, you hurt yourself by just putting a lid on it and singing at 50% only. You, you can't sing at 50%. You can never get the compression. You can't get that vocal cord closure. And you can't get the high tones properly if you don't allow yourself to sing full out. You have to sometimes. Um, so maybe those days where, you know, when it's maybe a little bit late, then you can only practice those things that are really laid back. And maybe you can practice your lower voice. There's always something that can be done. And by the way, I do have a video. Oh, the, set, the audio sounds bad at times. I actually have the external mic. Does anybody have that same problem? I actually have an external mic plugged in. It should work. I'm so sorry. I don't know why this isn't working. Uh, can anybody give me any feedback if the audio is bad? So, um, yeah, be smart about the way you practice. And what I wanted to say is I do have a video about about um, how to practice without actually singing out loud. After I got off the live stream, I'm going to try to put the link below this video. The next thing is what to practice. And I touched on that just a little bit. It sounds okay to you. Okay, great. 
what to practice. It's really important what to practice. You have to be intentional. So, of course, you have songs you want to work on that you love a lot, that you want to maybe record or you want to share on Smule. But really ask yourself, what is the issue in your voice? What are the problems that are still persisting? And what songs can you use in order to address those issues? It's really important. I always choose songs for my students that are Basically, they contain the exercises that they need to do in order to tackle the problems that they're currently having. Um, and so maybe it's one song, maybe it's two songs. Let's say, for example, your one of your problem is that one of your problems is that you're not taking a deep enough breath. I'm gonna choose a song that's gonna leave you time to focus on taking a deep breath. And I'm not gonna choose a song where all of your focus is going into counting and a complex melody because that's not what I want the focus to be on. I would choose a song for you as my student that just really allows you to focus on that specific issue. Also, if you have if you want to really tackle your high belted voice, choose a song that goes just to that area, to that pitch where your limit currently is. That doesn't go much above that, but go to put it in a key and choose a song that'll help you do exactly what you want to do. And you want that to be the focus of that song, not 25 other things. Because there are songs that might be just a little too hard for you at this point. And if you do those songs, you can't really focus on that one specific issue. I just really believe so much in using songs to help you make progress and not using songs that are way beyond what you can do. You're only going to be frustrated and they're not going to be good enough. Um, and by the way, it is so important to, um, I think it's so important to really choose the appropriate key for you. And I've made videos about that. So important. It makes a huge difference sometimes just to transpose a half step down or even a half step up, depending on the original artist to make it fit your voice perfectly. And so much better. You have a unique voice and your voice is not like anybody else's. So you can't compare it to anybody's, but your own. Uh, so compare yourself only to yourself, maybe a month ago, two months ago, three months ago, a year ago. Are you making progress? What is changing in your voice? And by the way, your voice will continue to change all throughout your life. Um, it's a continuing process, okay? I want you to keep that in mind and embrace the sound of your voice. Your timbre, the sound quality of your voice is very unique. And don't try to sound like someone if your timbre is just naturally different. You want to learn from other singers, but you don't want to emulate. You don't want to imitate, right? So the next thing is how to practice. And I did touch on that. I think it is really important to have a strategy and to actually have an order. Uh, let me just do a few things of what people in my masterclass do. I'm just going to just share a few examples here. What we do in the masterclass is I give everyone the opportunity just to post videos of themselves singing. So they will either record themselves with their smartphone or with an iPad or something or webcam either on Smule or without Smule, it's really important to record yourself and then to have a plan of like, what am I going to do? One of the members in the masterclass, she's so great. Um, if you're watching this, you know who you are. But 
she is so organized. She will post, she will record. She will first just listen to the original song and kind of learn it. Then, then she will record herself and post it in our Facebook group, in our secret Facebook group for the masterclass. Then I will post a feedback, a feedback video in which she sees me and the original video she posted and me giving feed, feedback to that video. I will kind of play a little bit of the video, then I'll pause it and then I will say something about, oh, this is what you did. Can you take a deeper breath here? Did you hear, oh, there was just a little bit flat and I think it's because you need to breathe in deeper and try to move forward to have a straight line to keep the energy flowing throughout and not hang on that top pitch, but really just sink through it more and connect everything. So I will give that type of feedback. Then she will go back and she has, usually she has a page printed out, either the sheet music, but more often than that, she actually has the lyrics printed out and then she will mark in, in the lyrics, all the notes and the places that she like she'll circle in these are the problem passages right here and this is what i need to revisit this is what freya gave me feedback on and so that's what she will revisit and then she'll post a video maybe only doing a part of this song so recording herself just doing that one issue where maybe she didn't take a deep enough breath and she didn't connect the phrase and ran out of breath um so do you see how that works? You actually don't just keep singing through the same song again and again and again and again, but you learn the song, sing through it, and then ask yourself, what is the problem? What can I do? And then circle in, really even make notes. I think written notes are always so good. Print it out or you have sheet music, make notes and then just practice those passages. Even one day you may only practice one little passage or one measure or even one pitch or one transition. And you can do exercises just for that one part there. And that's how you actually get better because that one issue will keep recurring even in that same song over and over again. And in music, it's like there's patterns. You know, when you learn the ABCs nowadays, once you've learned how to read, it's not like you have to think, oh, what is this letter and what's that letter? You read words nowadays that you've never seen and you can read those words because they're patterns. They're, they consist of the same letters that you've once learned. And also there's patterns that reoccur like, you know, ER is ER or OR is OR. There's certain patterns that keep reoccurring and you, you get so much faster in just grasping what's happening or what's going on by just just like pulling that roar of yeah oh yeah it's been there before oh yeah that's that that's that pattern and it's the same in music sometimes it might you may feel like you're really confused but the more and more you keep visiting those specific issues the more you will notice oh this is recurring it's this has happened before and like I've seen this and I've heard this and I felt this before. So make yourself a strategy and don't just keep singing through the same song. It is so important that you practice the right way. So how to practice is really important. The next thing is um, with whom to practice. Very important. So 
if if you are playing an instrument, then that is awesome. If you play an instrument, you can accompany yourself either with a piano or guitar or ukulele, whatever instrument. Of course, it couldn't be a woodwind or something, but if you have an accompaniment kind of instrument that you can play, that's great. However, it's always good to practice your singing separately from your instrumental skills because there's always a part of your brain that focuses on that other thing. So even if you play an instrument, you may want to even just record your instrument first on a track and then use that as a karaoke. So karaoke is the next one. The problem with practicing with karaoke tracks is that sometimes it is hard to find that song that you want to sing in that perfect key for you. There are websites and apps out there that will allow you to transpose a little bit up and down. You can't do like a whole lot, but it is important that you sing in the right key. So karaoke tracks are another thing. Or you could practice with an accompanist. I don't know, maybe you know someone who's really, he's a good piano player or guitarist and you can practice with them. Because I think it is important to actually make music. And making music for me means you don't just always sing a cappella. Making music means you just start listening to what's also happening, what the music does. And my favorite way to do that is actually not with karaoke tracks because you can't work together, right? The karaoke doesn't react to you. You only react to it. Um, and so really working with other musicians is very valuable. Even if you can just do that sometimes, it is really, really important. I will totally answer your questions after I get through here, okay? Um, you could practice a cappella. I suggest that you do not practice a cappella unless you already have a pretty good pitch control and pitch accuracy. The problem is that you will probably start in one key and then deviate. Just be you just don't know what pitch you, you're on anymore. So that is really advanced sing a cappella and to stay in the right key. Also, counting isn't exactly accurate when you're a cappella because your your perception of time isn't exactly objective. <laughs> you know, our, our perception of time is never really objective. So you could practice with a metronome. I do that all the time and have that metronome. There's apps like that. Hold on. Which one do I have? I have an app on my iPhone. It's just metronome. And so what I can do, I can just put in the tempo. And then, and then, and then it'll count. I'm singing now, I'm singing now. See, by, by having a metronome, I can't cheat. I, you know, I can't make it a little slower and, and have the entrance later just because I need a little bit more time for my breath. I need to learn how to take my breath in time to continue on time. And that's why a metronome is just so great. I really urge you strongly to not always practice alone, but to really collaborate with other musicians, be it other singers, other instrumentalists, um, groups. It is so valuable to actually build your musical skills because you will always learn something else. You will notice that other people do it differently and you can only learn from that. So, and the la lastly, why to practice? <laughs> Yeah, you may think, oh, because I want to be, be better. Yeah, but see, that is not enough. You got to be more specific. I have a student and she has come to me on occasion a couple times where she said, Freya, um, 
I love singing, but right now I just don't even know why. <laughs> and in order for her to be motivated to practice, she had to have a specific why, like a goal, like, okay, maybe you want to record a specific song or make a video of, of it, or you want to work toward a certain performance. You have to have something to work to work toward that will help you have a why. It's really hard to get any work done on anything if I don't have a why. You know, why? Why am I doing this? I mean, why am I even doing YouTube? I have to have a why every day. And my why today is because I want to help you all and I want to share and like I'm visual I'm literally visualizing you all on your screens and in your practicing sessions and, and the things that you're struggling with. I'm visualizing you all and thinking of ways to help. And that's my why, for example, today, why I'm doing this. And that's my why for YouTube. And that's, you know, my bigger why is I want to do something for my daughter, something lasting. I want to be an example for her to, you know, be self-employed and to work and that you can see if you put in the work and you can do something great and have fun at it. So that's my bigger why, but you have to have a why. Why are you doing what you do? Give yourself a goal and a deadline for something that'll push you. I know we all have times where you don't, where we don't quite feel motivated or inspired to do something. And so you got to know how to get yourself out of that, not, not being motivated. For me, sometimes listening to great music really helps me remember my why is because I love music so much. And when I start listening, you know, right now I'm in the process of recording my album. And when I don't quite feel motivated, it's like, oh, I got to record this track now. And I just don't really feel like it. You know, when I feel like it, when I put on, I have all my songs here on my phone in my Dropbox. When I just, I put on my headphones and I start listening to the song that I need to be working on. I have a demo version and then I am motivated or I am motivated for sure when I listen to wonderful music that, you know, my favorite music in the world that inspires me. I know what that is. I know what that music is or certain videos maybe on YouTube. I know which ones are the ones that inspire me to, oh, I want to do something. I like, I totally want to do something now. I know which ones they are. So you have to have your why and you have to know where to go and what to do in order to get your motivation and inspiration. Okay, so again, if you want to be held accountable to make sure you're making that progress, you can check out my masterclass. It is open right now for registration and it'll only stay open for a short while. And then it'll close again until mid-year. And it's a four-month program where you will have me as a personal coach for four months, every day that you want. So <clears throat> hold on, I will just... So if you want to go to masteryourvoice.tv, click on masterclass. That's where you will get all the information and you can register. There's actually already a few people in there because quite a few of the members that are current that, you know, were in the past four months in that group, they will continue on for a little bit longer because they haven't got enough yet. <laughs> they just can't get enough. Um, so, yeah, we're already a little group there and we would love to welcome you there. Bunch of happy new year wishes. Thank you so much. I wish you all a happy new year too. And may all your wishes come true and that you will have lots of music around you and inside of you. 
I really love the way you explain. The pictures you create are great to help me understand. Oh, I'm happy to hear that. I, I try to really just make it practical. That's for me, I'm like that. I love having practical ways. Just what do I need to do? <laughs> and I'll just do it. I'm someone who likes to take action, but I, I want to know. Give me the steps and I'll do it. You say that you don't, um, you do a lot of watching and reading, but not enough practicing. But I don't think, I, I do think that as a singer, there's a limit how much you can actually practice out. I just don't even think you don't practice enough. Maybe you, you're, you know, I, I know you, Janet, of course, because, you know, we've known each other for a while. But sometimes, I know for a lot of you that might be true. Sometimes we want to wait until everything is just right and then show it to someone. But you really have to, in order to really make more progress, you have to get out of that mindset of, oh, I'm just going to wait till it's just right or till it's, you know, till I feel it's good enough. It's never going to be good enough. Listen, I think we all wouldn't, nobody would ever have kids if we waited until everyone was, everything was right. If we had enough money, until we had enough money or enough time. Nobody in the world would have children, <laughs> at least not even more than one, because it's never the perfect time. And we never have enough money. We never have enough time. We never have enough resources. We never have enough energy. But somehow it works, right? And that's how it is with everything in the world. Even with, you know, recording my songs now, I, I know it's not going to be perfect. I want it to be, I want it to sound a certain way. And I, I know that maybe I can't quite make it sound exactly the way I want it, just because of technical things, Right. Um, I have someone who helps me now, but I get better. And one of my affirmations that I say every day is that I will, you know, I, I, everything is possible for me. I can learn anything. And that is, that is one of my affirmations and I believe it. So every day I tell myself, I can learn anything. Everything is possible for me. And if I don't know how yet, I'm just going to start learning, even YouTube, even making videos. I, you know, I get better. and. I get better equipment and I learn. So it all gets better. Don't wait till it's just right because you're going to miss out on so much learning. Thank you, Christina Morsi. Um, thank you. I just want to thank you for all that you do, the videos, live streams, Facebook group, etc. You're very welcome. Everyone who's not in my Facebook group, um, you can join my Facebook group. It's free and it's called Master Your Voice. Could you tell us my, oh, if I can tell you my vocal range. Yeah, I don't even have that much range. Really? Let's see. My range is from about, let me see if I can always, I'm always getting confused because in Germany we don't say like C2, C3, C4. We just call it middle C and then we call it like the C below middle C and <laughs> that's how it is. Okay, let me see. So this is the middle C, C4. So my lowest pitch, let's check today. This is F3, E3, so pretty much E3. Pretty much E3 is my limit on the bottom in my high. Okay, this is going to sound terrible now because I have that microphone on. It's going to go into overdrive. Um, my chest voice limit is probably around E5 or so. That's my chest voice. So, this is C5. And I haven't even warmed up, so I'm not going to try. And then I can't go much. That was not even chest voice right now, but 
probably around E5 is my kind of high belt limit. Maybe sometimes F, but I have to get be in good shape. And then my head voice, if I were fully warmed up, probably E flat six, and I do not do not whistle. <laughs> I demonstrated in a video how to do it because I know how to do it, but I don't really do it. I haven't practiced it. So yeah, I'm not gonna do it now because I'm not warmed up. Not good for my voice now. That's my range. So if you have three octaves, that's already awesome. So happy I finally tuned in at the right time to hear your live. Need to collaborate with other musicians this year and get out of my cocoon. Yeah, that is a great idea. And it is so, well, thank you, Mary, for joining live today. I never know when I go live because you know, my daughter's even upstairs. She's watching a movie. And so <laughs> um, she's still off school. Yeah. It's important to really get out and to work with others. And, you know, even nowadays over the internet, there's so many, so much opportunity to work with other musicians. And I'm planning a few more collaborations with other YouTubers. I wanted to make a video about my favorite YouTube coaches, vocal coaches, because there are some that I really love. And, you know, I don't see like, it's not like I want everyone just to watch my videos. Totally not. I, I want you all to have value and I want you to, to learn. And probably, you, you know, I watch many videos of many people of whatever topics I want to learn about. And so I want you to find those other vocal coaches that are great also. And I want you to, I would rather you find those that I think teach you a really good technique versus those that I don't know, maybe are, I don't feel like I would recommend I don't know so that's why I'm gonna make a video about that soon yeah I got yeah if you have any question you probably could search my videos just type in Freya Casey in the YouTube search and then the topic that you want to find that's about singing I'm sure I have a video about just pretty much anything I have 640 videos now almost 650 that's insane so one more today and one more Friday um, and by the way, Friday, there's one video coming out, how to sing O Mio Babino Caro, that is a classical aria by Puccini. A lot of sopranos love to sing that one, and that's coming out on Friday this week. And even if you're not a soprano, you may learn a lesson from it, just watching it. Oh, does my daughter sing? <laughs> she sings all the time. I mean, she doesn't sing intentionally. She just sings. And I love that. I don't ever tell her how to sing or what to sing. I'm just like, sing, just do it. And she sings all the time because she doesn't think about it. And But she can sing. She, she can, she hits the right pitches so she can sing on tune. So that's good. And I've never, I don't teach her anything because I don't, I don't think you should make kids really just be too conscious about it. She's six. So, um, yeah, I want her to just not think about it and just get an ear for music. She does play the recorder and she's taking lessons now and she does enjoy that. And she's doing a good job there. Oh, how to repair damaged vocal folds? Probably if, if you have nodules, then the only solution may be a surgery. But that's something you can't really do by singing. And... Um, yeah, you that you need definitely have a doctor check that out. Ren B says, "Hi, I'm a teenage boy, and I noticed I tend to sing an octave below a lot of favorite male and females female singers. 
my range is very similar to yours, just an octave lower. I'm not sure how to sing higher. Hmm. Are you sure you're singing a whole octave lower? What might I don't know. I don't know you, but you may actually have morphed into getting a low voice. I don't, I'm not sure if you're through the, you know, the time where your voice changes. But if you are through that time and your voice has already gotten lower, <clears throat> you may turn out to be a bass baritone. And then maybe a lot of others that you listen to might be tenors. There's a lot of singers nowadays who all just sing high. Tips on teen male changing voice. I think what is important to focus on is to really know your registers, first of all, and maybe focus on songs that stay in one specific register so you can actually focus. You know, don't maybe sing some songs that don't have a really large range, but choose a key that'll work in your range. And that's hard. You really need some guidance from someone who knows what they're talking about, and who can listen to your voice, and who knows. It's really hard otherwise to know where to sing. I've had quite a few students, you know, I've had a few teenager boys. I, I had one boy, I think he started when he was 12 or 13, and he took lessons with me all the way until he was like 17 or so. So I was with him through that whole time where his voice changed. And it was kind of crazy because when he started, he had more like a very childlike voice still, like a little boy. And then, you know, he got older and he his voice became like a man's voice and it did get lower. Um, but just focusing on pitch control and register and the principles of music, it really helped him to not push his voice too much to where, it, you know, you hurt yourself. You just have to accept the fact that there may be a period of time for, I don't know, it could be a few years to where your voice wants it's really hard to feel where does it want to go up or down? You're not quite sure. Is it easier up or down? You, you can't quite decide what feels better. And um, so how to identify the early signs of vocal fold damage can be repaired naturally. Well, no, if you haven't, if you actually have damaged your vocal folds, it depends on what way you've damaged it, but there could be hemorrhaging. There could be vocal fold nodules those very rarely repair themselves. And usually you have to have some kind of surgery. However, if you only have tight and strained vocal cords that result in raspiness, or maybe you have a lack of vocal fold closure, that you can definitely train. And speech therapists can really help you. Singing really isn't meant to heal anything. Singing is meant to, you know, to voice teachers really teach you a good technique, not to heal something that is already damaged. What we try to do is to help you find a way to not even start damaging anything, to sing in a healthy way. The damage may even come not from singing. The damage may come from your speaking habits or, you know, you overdoing it and speaking loud a lot. Um, but what I, if you just have, you know, if it's, if it's only acute and not chronic, raspiness, if it's just something that is temporary, you always have success with humming along and not pushing your vocal cords, but really focusing on not having breathiness and not singing too high, not pushing, but mm -hmm. 
and just kind of do what's really nice and easy, what feels good. That helps all of my students who have a cold and who are just now getting better, who've had a bad throat. And that really helps a lot. Helps me. Okay, Tran Hang says, Hi Freya, when I sing high notes, I feel comfortable. But when I look at the mirror, I recognize that my neck got tension. Is it okay to sing like that? Hmm. Okay, yeah, that is that is hard. Your neck, it depends on how it has tension. Like this is a it's normal to have a little bit of tension here, right? But you don't wanna what you don't ever want to do is shift your head. That'll cause tension in your neck and that is not good so when you have too much tension in your neck it actually affects your voice box here your larynx and it slightly pushes in it tightens it because the muscles are internally also so you want to you really want to work on loosening up your jaw shoulders and neck yeah you can practice like and try not to move your jaw, not your, you know, your neck, your shoulders, your jaw. Don't move at all. So not moving that. A lot of times you, you equate a movement in pitch to a movement in the jaw or in your body, which doesn't need to happen. So if you can do that, that's a good thing. Thoughts on Freddie Mercury. <laughs> oh my goodness, I probably could do a whole video on that. I love Freddie Mercury. He has really good, he has really good technique actually. He has great, great vibrato, which, which shows me that he has really good support. He has good phrasing, and he uses his voice in a very natural way. Like his voice color is natural. He doesn't uh, push the larynx or pull the larynx up. I I just love his clarity in his voice. So, but I could probably talk a long time about things he does. The okay, Fardinge. The problem I have is. When I sing higher and louder, my throat hurts badly. That is not a good sign. When your throat hurts, that means you are pushing against your vocal cords too much. You may want to work on your support first and make sure that you have compression. You don't want to just sing loud when you sing higher. You're pushing too much then. Okay, I really... So I need to get going here. Um. Yeah, I hope you're going to tackle 2019, that you really make some goals that you can achieve, specific goals. Um, maybe you can save this video and come back to the video before you do your next practice session and then maybe write, take some notes on what I said and go through those questions every time you are about to practice and then really make a strategy. Have a good strategy in order to really get to your goals. Um, and if you want more help from me, you can join my masterclass. It's open right now for registration. Go to masteryourvoice.tv. It's a four-month intensive program where you have me as your personal coach for the four months every day, pretty much. Um, and you have a small group, which you can like, make wonderful friends. So um, 
right, Janet and Rino can tell everyone here that great friendships um, develop in the master class. Which part of Germany am I from? I'm from the south. I'm in Tübingen, which is close to Stuttgart. Mary says, thank you, Freya. I was meant to hear you this morning. Happy New Year from Cork Island. Hey, greetings back to Cork Island. Never been to Ireland. I've been to the UK, but not to Ireland. So I hope you're having a great day. And winter isn't rough yet. Yeah, it's pretty mild here in Germany right now. It's been too mild for this part of year, but I'm sure it'll get colder. It'll probably still get really, really cold. We haven't really, we've only had snow once, just a little, hardly any, just a little dust. And other than that, it's, um, oh, Jen, it says, I have learned a lot, a real lot in masterclass. Yes. And you've been in the masterclass for quite a while. So Janet is like one of my veterans. She's been in the masterclass for, yeah, I don't know, since the beginning, pretty much. I think she was in the first round even. And then, you know, she got out and then she got back in. Um, yes. I hope you will join the last, the next live stream too. I just never know when because I can't really schedule. It's hard. Okay. Oh, it's nice when you connect. I like that. So you all have a wonderful week and I will see you soon. Always keep on singing. Bye for now.